The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, uh, we uh, got an announcement this morning. Uh, it was, hey, what's that called? G- oh, embargoed. It was embargoed. But Ooh, then, yeah, yeah, but then a, apparently. I love that word. I, I get to use it from time to time. Uh, but then apparently it became public knowledge. So uh, Shania Twain. Uh, announcing a concert here in Edmonton Wednesday, May 9th, Thursday, May 10th. It's happening at Rogers Place. Tickets go on sale Friday, August 25th at 10 a.m. Uh, they'll go on sale from LiveNation.com. Uh, don't bother phoning. I'm not giving away tickets. I'm just telling you that there was a concert announced. Lots of stuff left to do before the summer is out, not the least of which is the Edmonton Air Show happening, I think, starting tonight and going through the weekend. Dean Human, executive producer, joins me on the phone now. Hey, Dean. Hey, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. So listen, uh, I don't know how in our conversations this never came up before, but around about 4 o'clock today, if Edmontonians look up to the sky, they're going to see a pretty special sight, aren't they? Yeah, they certainly are. Um, the snowbirds haven't been here in a long time, and when we talked about bringing them in, we wanted to do it in style, Edmonton style. And so at approximately 4 o'clock, they'll be coming from the south. They're going to do a flyover right over the ledge building. And then they're going to turn to the west, and then they're going to turn around and fly right down the river valley from the west to the east. And then they're going to go over North Edmonton and uh, go land at Villeneuve Airport. Sort of a welcome back to Edmonton. That is very cool. And I saw that it's uh, smoke on, so I assume they're leaving a trail behind them. They are fully formed up, nine planes, smoke on. We're getting to see a little glimpse of what... uh, of what's going to be on this weekend. Well, let's talk about what's going to be on this weekend. Things kick off tonight, don't they? Yeah, they do. So once they land, they're going to get all washed up, and then we're going to bring them in and and welcome them to Edmonton. On the Banshell South lawn of the ledge, uh, we are inviting uh, military individuals and families and veterans and Edmontonians to come on down for a free military appreciation concert tonight. We're going to welcome the Snowbirds and the Skyhawks to Edmonton. And uh, then Kim Mitchell is going to play for us. Uh, free, it's all free. And uh, the idea is to really sort of highlight the military uh, relationship that we have here in Edmonton with the garrison. And so we wanted to bring them down, and we're hoping that Edmontonians will come down and show their appreciation for the military and their families and the, uh, and the service that they, that they brought to our country. Well, you certainly can't beat the price on that one, Dean. Um, now tell me about this year's um, this year's offering because this is a pretty special one. It's 150. It's our 150th uh, anniversary. So was that part of the theme of this? Very much so. It was, it's actually been the driving force for bringing back the air show. I said to some uh, friends of mine that I feel like a kid who has been waiting three years for Christmas. <laughs> um, I. I didn't plan, but I really hoped that we could build the size and type of show that the Snowbirds would come to in Canada's 150th year. They haven't been here in a long time, and I thought, you know, this would be a great way to, towards the end of the summer, uh, celebrate Canada 150, is to have our national uh, aerobatics team here. And then on top of that, I also got our national uh, parachute team. So it was pretty special to do that. And then we've kind of, you know, it's kind of grown from there. We have great planes. We have we have great performers as well, and 
city jumped on board and offered park and ride this year so we could get the fans out there. So a lot of things have come together to make this a very special presentation. I saw on your website um, freestyle FMX performances. Isn't that motorcycles? It is, but they are in the air. <laughs> okay, we, uh, fair enough. We make the day a whole festival. We want families to come out in the morning. I, I know there's always traffic, so we try and space it out. And if people come out and they see the static aircraft and they can watch the motorcycle stunt show and go play in the family fun zone and go to the food trucks and sort of enjoy the day and get prepped for the show, it makes it easier on everyone than everyone trying to come in five minutes before the show starts. And so we try and offer this as a, an all-day package. We even let people bring in their own food and coolers. As long as there's no booze in them, we're, we're happy to have you bring in your own so it can be affordable for families too. And we really want you to spend the day with us and enjoy it. And, uh, and then around 12.15, the show starts, and it gets hugely exciting for about the next four hours. Yeah, I bet it does. So you uh, mentioned booze. You have a beer garden, though. We do have a beer garden. Yes, there is booze there. You just can't bring your own. I got you. Okay. Um, that, uh, now, is that something you've done before, uh, Dean, the beer garden? Yeah, we've had a beer garden every year. We even have different lounge levels. Some of them are already sold out. The so plus lounge level is sold out on both days. We have a premium lounge uh, level as well. But we really sort of push the general admission affordability factor here. Yeah, sounds like it. So I, I always intend to go, Dean, and I, I, I never, I'm, I'll just own it. I never end up doing it. And, and part of the reason is on Saturday morning, I think to myself, uh, where the hell is it? So how do I, how do I get there? So, so actually, there's about five ways you can get there. We've got them all up on our website. But the simplest idea is that you drive out on Highway 16 towards Jasper, and before you get to Spruce Grove, either on Highway 44 or Range Road 271, turn north. And there will be enough signage that from that point you will get there. Uh, it's, uh, it's about 18 kilometers from downtown Edmonton, so it's not far. Um, and as I said, there's park and ride. So if you're feeling like, oh, it's so far, I don't even want to drive out there, you can go to Lewis Estates uh, Transit Center or Calder Yard Park and Ride that they use for the Eskimos games. Mm park your car, hop on an ETS bus, and uh, do that. Or if you know where SMS is, just off Highway 60 in Atchison, and there'll be signage to that, you could go there, and we'll drive you the last uh, 10 kilometers. Okay, and you're expecting about how many people? Uh, tens of thousands, I would imagine. Well, I would expect that this year with this, the show and the weather seems to be knocking on wood, seems to be holding for us. Uh, I would hope that we would be able to do 20,000 a day uh, out there. Uh, we've had good pre-sales. Pre um, the tickets are online, and they're cheaper now than they are at the door because it's a pay-one-price, all-in GST service charge and everything at the door. But they are a little less expensive online, and we can scan you and get you in faster. So so we're encouraging people to do that, again, to uh, to get people in quicker. Okay, and that um, website is... But I think we'll probably do 20000 20000 a day. 20000 a day. Good on you. Uh, the website is edmontonairshow.com, just not shows, edmontonairshow.com. Um, I know that uh, if you had bought your tickets in advance, you get a bit of a better price. If you'd bought them uh, not just in advance of the door, but in advance in general, did you get a better price, and is that offer still there? Yeah, we started out with early bird pricing uh, in May, and that early bird pricing went away on July 2nd. We, had, we kept it all the way to Canada Day. So now we have sort of what we call our regular um, 
a regular online price, and then we have an at-the-gate price. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds like fun. I wish you uh, the best of luck. You know, it's one of those things, honestly, Dean, I really do want to go. <laughs> it's one, It's. I don't want to say it's a bucket list item, but it's just one of those events like Demolition Derby or something like that, right, where you go, I've got to take that in sometime. So, as you said, weather permitting, if it's a nice uh, sunny Saturday, I'll probably make my way out there as well. I'll go online first, though. I've I've heard I've heard some I have not seen the Snowbird show but they did a special show for Canada 150 and I am told it is stunning. So if you were ever going to make the effort, this would probably be the one to make it for. Sounds like a plan. That's This is uh, Dean Human, the executive producer of Edmonton Air Show. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me this afternoon. Best of luck over the weekend. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. We were uh, talking with Nancy Carlson between 2 and 2.30 today, and uh, Guilty Pleasures was where we started. We were talking about television shows, and I've had this article in my file folder for a week now, uh, but there's been an update to it. It's sort of interesting. Um, Aside from what shows you watch, uh, an interesting question these days is how you watch your shows. And I know a lot of you, myself included, use Netflix, for example, or um, what's that other one, G, my daughter? Crave. Crave, yeah. They've got a lot that... There's some different offerings on both. So we, we subscribe to both. Um, but Netflix is finding themselves um, in a bit of a challenge. And it's a financial challenge. And here's the reason. Now, they've gone from... Do you remember when Netflix was a DVD by mail company? Are you old enough? Um, and they've turned that into a $75 billion empire. Now, they continue to grow... Uh, their viewership, their number of subscribers. I'm trying to find it in front of me here. Since 2010, uh, Netflix has grown its revenue by about 24% a year, which is any company would be happy to have that kind of growth. But the problem is its costs have gone up by 42% per year. And the reason for that is a lot of the original um, offerings that they have, original productions that they put on, they're expensive to do. Um, But there's also competition coming from around them. Amazon Prime launched its video service in Canada last year. There's, uh, what was it? You just said Crave. Um, There's others. And now Disney, which offers a lot of their products to Netflix, which helps them with their catalog, they announced that they were severing ties with Netflix months ago, if not last year, which would mean that those catalog items will have to be replaced. And I think the way it was going to work was some of the older Disney uh, offerings would still be available, some classic movies, but nothing new would come from Disney. So uh, Netflix facing that. So in light of all of that, Netflix announced that they were raising their prices. And Well, and they had just raised their prices really not too long ago. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, that was the... I mean, I remember the original Netflix... Um, Promotion and I thought, yeah, of course. It was, whatever, three ninety nine a month or something. You're like, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's less than the cost of renting one movie, and they've got this whole catalog and more is coming. But, yeah, the prices have gone up. And now today, um, and I don't know how significant this is, but we'll say more annoyance for Netflix, a Quebec law firm uh, is seeking a class action suit against Netflix over raising their prices. So a Quebec law firm, now the way it works is they go and seek authorization to launch um, a class action suit, then a judge has to sign off on it from the Quebec Supreme Court, Superior Court, and they're waiting for that judgment. 
Um, but the suit says that Netflix didn't specify the previous uh, rate that the users were paying and uh, didn't give an option to cancel if they disagreed with the price increase. And I, and I just going by memory, and you mentioned that the price went up, G, I don't remember being asked if I'm okay with that. I remember just getting an email saying that it was going to happen. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like it was, it was seven ninety nine, and then all of a sudden it was nine ninety nine. That's right. And I didn't really have a choice. Right. You just all of a sudden, and I went, okay, well, I guess I'm paying the two extra bucks because sure. I'm too lazy to cancel my subscription, and I like it. Yeah, and exactly. I wouldn't have canceled anyways, and I didn't. And cancel. I think I'm still getting a decent deal. But now, what is it being raised to? Well, they haven't said, uh, but I would assume another couple of bucks. And the thing about a class action lawsuit, it adds up really quickly. So uh, assuming that a judge in Quebec, and this is just a, would be a class action suit in Quebec alone, if the judge authorizes the lawsuit, um, they say they're seeking reimbursement of the fee hike that's already been charged and the previous uh, price increase, as well as so, several million dollars in punitive damages to be distributed among all the viewers, all the subscribers in Quebec. And they estimate that number to be 1.45 million subscribers. So you take, you know, two bucks times that times how many ever months plus punitive. So I'm starting to write up a thing right now, Andrew. <laughs> well, I would suggest you download whatever's downloadable while the hopefully they survive it because I think Netflix is a great firm. I, I think no, it's a great it, service. Exactly. But it's but it is frustrating every time. Because now, if depending on what they raise it to, I am going to think about it, to be honest. You have to, and that's the thing, right? I mean, I've thought because about Because I it. can go out and buy... Well, you can pay for cable, right? So you, the whole idea behind Netflix, Crave, and all these others... I don't need to binge all these. Right, like, it is the fact that, okay, so they've got catalog items that, you know, for three ninety nine or whatever, I can watch them whatever I want. And that's what, that's always been my number one deciding factor is when can I watch it? Exactly. Right? I'm, I'm happy to pay for it. I honestly am. Uh, or to subscribe to whoever. And I've, you know, recently subscribed to Bravo to be able to watch The Real Housewives when I want to, rather than downloading it illegally, right? And you get a better quality copy and and it's complete and it, you know there's no subtitles in Spanish by accident because somebody in Spain's the one who put the torrent up there um, so I'm happy to do it but if it's starting to rival the price of cable and they don't offer as many shows as does cable now you're wondering well am I getting Netflix just to get that one series that they produce that I like because yeah, because it, it gets pricey, if you're right? jacking up the price, then I want a lot more options. I want as many as yes. they have down in the United States. And keep in and mind, And I understand too, that they don't get to, to regulate that. I understand that it's because yep, of the CRTC. That's right. that's right. However, I know because then you, you open take, it up. You take a look at that original series that you love, it all gets dumped onto the catalog in a single day. So you have to ask the question, well, why am I paying for 12 months when I can watch all of it in a day, right? Uh, let's take our last break. Well, that's our one in the books of a Thursday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We'll take a look at uh, news headlines, bring you up to date on the news from Barcelona. When we return, I'm going to be talking to Neil Moore. He's the owner of Alberta Beacons and Geofencing. Been looking forward to this conversation. Want to know more about the technology. And then later on in the hour, John Winwick, Vice President, Community Initiatives for ATB Financial. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.